<sighs> okay, I'll try. I'll try to. <laughs> okay, I, sh- I shook it loose. <laughs> All right. Okay. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just you know, I'm trying. I know you don't have to though. You just do a good job. Thank you. Yeah. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party naked. Shit happens when you party naked. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party. Naked. It's an appropriate opening for this topic. Indeed. Welcome, motherfuckers, to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. We are uh, your hosts. I'm Christina. Yeah, say what's up to all the father fuckers out there. Father fuckers. Yeah, because I always say motherfuckers. Do you ever wonder about the father fuckers? Do you ever wonder, like, there's Don't. a whole bunch of ladies that listen to the show and they fuck fathers and they're thinking, like, wait a minute, I'm feeling left out. You're saying what's up to all the fuckers of mothers. What about the ladies riding that father dick? You're about to be a father fucker. I hate to inform you, honey. You are right. I'm very excited about that. I'm glad you brought that up and cleared it up. I am Jason Almy. I'm your host. My wife, Christina, just introduced herself and then uh, proceeded to uh, squat and uh, defecate all over that first joke. So (laughs) I'm 0 for 1 this episode. I want to say that this podcast is only available on the Inner Circle Podcast Network. If you find this anywhere else... Somebody advertising shit happens when you party naked. Anywhere else, I assure you, it is a low-quality Chinese knockoff. It is not the original, okay? It's a, it's like those shitty AirPods that you see all over the internet. People are trying to sell. They look just like the real thing. I promise you they're not. They're not made by Apple. They're not designed by Apple. There's a reason they're only 30 bucks. They're going to shit the bed on you. Same thing with our show. Only on Inner Circle Podcast Network. Right, honey? That's right. That is right. I want to say what's up to our Inner Circle brethren. Any pod, Hood Diner, Simmons and More Podcast, HTNOS, and The Plunge. Those are the real motherfuckers, as Tupac would say. Also, honey, <laughs> I want to tell everybody to go to official.com and get some clothes. Real talk. I know Kaz is probably going to listen to this. He's going to hear this, but... Don't feel like you need to sugarcoat it because he's going to hear this. What do you think about my Vibes shirt that I got from official.com? Does it look good on me? Is it a nice quality shirt? Does it feel comfortable when you steal it and wear it? Is it the gray shirt with... uh... It's the only shirt that I own that says Vibes across it. I know, but normally when I wear a shirt, I don't really... And you wear it inside out and you have no idea what you're doing. Yes, it's the gray one. It says Vibes in red across it. And I, I wear it like weekly i mean i don't wear it daily sorry kaz i gotta wash it sometimes Well, i don't recall you wearing a shirt that i don't like so that shirt must fall into the category of i do like it okay (laughs) well i would ask you i I, i'm sorry you don't remember that shirt we can Uh, deduce kaz i'll i'll make her wear it when she delivers the baby 
We'll see what she thinks about it after that. And we'll come back with a more honest review of my of the shirt by my wife. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. So um, don't take it from my wife because she doesn't give one single fuck. But take it from me. I think you've said fuck already like a dozen to 20 times. Fuck, 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 fuck. And you should fucking go check out official.com. That's O-H-F-I-S-H-L dot com. Use the code acronym SWIPEN. That's S-H-W-Y-P-N. When you check out, you'll save 25%. Uh, but I will personally vouch for the apparel on the on the store, on official.com in the store. It's very comfy. It fits great. It feels lovely. It all looks cool as shit. What about the bracelets? What do you think about the bracelet, Cass? I do like the bracelet a lot. Okay, Cass, she does wear the bracelet daily, okay? I like the color. It's a beautiful color. It's an awesome bracelet. It's a it's a vibes bracelet. It's an official.com bracelet. They don't just sell shirts, people. They sell bracelets. They sell uh, hats, snapbacks mostly, which the kids think is cool these days. I don't get it because I'm not, I'm not, I'm a fitted only. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that's like an old man thing at this point in time. Because snapbacks are cool, but... I think people still like the fitted, and some people like the snaps. I, I like a stretch fit. I like a stretch fit hat, because I feel like I can wear it backwards without it leaving that weird mark. Like, mm-hmm. that little piece of plastic from the snapback is going to leave a strange mark on my forehead. Mm-hmm. Scale of 1 to 10, how riveting is this conversation for you right now? 10 is you're going to deliver this baby at this moment. Zero is check your pulse. I think like a three. Okay, so let's try to spice it up. We're done. <laughs> we're done saying what's up to the the network. We have pimped our uh, official dot com. Everybody, go check out official dot com. O h f i s h l dot com. Use code acronym s h w y p n. I love you, <laughs> honey. Yes. Anybody who hears this, by the time they hear this, better have had a baby. We better have had a baby. I don't know. I might get this up a little bit before we we have a baby, but. This might not get up to like, I don't know, Evelyn might be like three, knowing me, how well, long it takes. if we do a good job, you won't have to edit a lot, which is, I think, your goal. So maybe it can go up quickly. Let's hope so. Because if I could get this to everyone's ears at about the same time Evelyn is being born, that would be lovely. Mm-hmm. But you have other priorities, so. Yeah, tell me about some of those other priorities. What's my other priority? Besides podcasting, what's my other priority? Because I don't believe you. Well, we're having, we're getting induced this Sunday. Okay. So today is Friday as we're recording this. We're getting induced in 48 hours, people. 48 fucking hours. 48 hours. That's a short period of time. I don't, I think most adults would regard that like the weekends are short. That's a weekend. Yeah. You know, it's over before you know it. So we're going to be getting induced. They're going to be sticking one of those weird plastic things into your vagina to uh, pop the amniotic sac maybe break your water maybe I don't, I don't know that they always do that i don't know that they I don't always think, do that either i don't think that's the first line because there's some risk involved once if they break it it could cause like infection or something so i don't think they go straight for trying to break the bag i think they try to break your bag i think they try to get you to go into you know the contractions the labor yeah and that kind of stuff before they break the bag i think you're right i don't think they break the bag it's not like a pinata like let's let's get this thing let's bust this thing open and see yeah. what's inside um although if it was that would be kind of fun like i could take a bat to that and just like yay it's filled with candy and a baby yeah 
But I think they try to scrape the membranes. And then there's a couple other things. I just don't remember what it is. Well, they do a, a dosage of Pitocin as well, which should help with... But I don't think that's first line either. So what do they do? They just you just get but, in there and they just... they Like a witch doctor comes and rubs incense on your belly button or... No. Like I said, they scrape the membranes. I think that that's one of the first things scrape they do. Scrape the membranes. That yeah. sounds... I don't really know that. As I hear it's kind of uncomfortable, so I'm not super excited. I thought the Pitocin was for like getting the cervix to start to dilate. I, I don't... I just don't think that's the first thing they do. But I could be wrong. We'll find out. I still, even after this conversation, I still contend that you and I are two of the smartest motherfuckers on the internet, right? (laughs) (laughs) I thought there was something else there. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm zero for two now. God damn, I'm swinging. I'm striking out tonight. If you guys haven't noticed yet, this is a classic swiping. This is classic Party Naked Pod. It's just me and Chrissy. It's the first time in a while that we haven't had a guest. Mm -hmm. And... I've been feeling sentimental lately. I know it doesn't sound like me, but I just kind of thought that over the last couple of years with this podcast, we've kind of documented our, like when we first started, we were trying to get pregnant. I was jizzing in cups and getting fingers up my butt. And that was a running joke for a long time. But I feel like now that you're pregnant, you've been pregnant for nine months, there's no more jizz cups and fingers in my ass. So now it's like, um, I don't know, it feels like, we're about to get induced. We're about to have a baby. Next episode we record, there will be a baby. We've preloaded some stuff for you folks, though. Don't worry. We've got some episodes coming. I'll I'll keep episodes coming at my snail's pace while we're convalescing with our baby. But I just thought it would be nice to like do one last episode before the baby comes. Just you and me where we could get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife's not afraid of dead air either. <laughs> I figured you were going to piggyback yeah, off that. I don't really know where I'm going. I'm just... Yeah, we started talking about it. Yeah. And then we went back to intro. So you're saying I hit the reset button? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you blaming me? <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like that's setting a good example for our child. She can hear you right now. I don't feel like you should be blaming me. So I think we were going to just share about... How we're feeling about the experience of the mm-hmm. pregnancy mm-hmm. and give a little bit of that. I mean, so we're 38 weeks and five days. By the time you hear this, we will likely be at least 39 weeks, possibly 47 weeks, maybe 52 weeks. I don't know. It mm-hmm. takes me a while. Yep. And so we're pretty close and we've had some complications. Yeah. Along the way, which is why they're choosing to induce me. What's the first complication that jumps out in your brain when you say we've had some complications along the way? What's the first one that comes to mind? Well, the first one was we had the fibroid. Yeah, that was an early kind of maybe that's going to get in the way of the pregnancy. Yeah, was maybe going to result in a early abortion, uh, not abortion, geez, um, a spontaneous miscarriage. Well, it's a spontaneous abortion. It's yeah, not a medical abortion, it is. but it's yeah. So everyone it, thinks medical abortion when you say abortion, but uh, yeah. like a spontaneous abortion That's equals a miscarriage. A miscarriage. Yeah. yeah. So we were worried that it, I could miscarry or I had a higher risk, as well as my age. Yeah. So your age was another risk factor with like a higher risk of miscarriage. Can you believe they called you a geriatric pregnancy? It like doesn't bother grandma. me at all. 
it insulted me. I was a little insulted on your behalf. I'm like, geriatric? Her age still starts with a three people. Come on. Just medical terminology. Yeah, well, it's offensive medical terminology, okay? Yeah. I don't like it. There's a reason why I refuse to say black in Spanish when I'm speaking Spanish. Yeah. Negro. Just, it's too close. You know what I'm saying? I don't want anyone to think that I'm being offensive. Yeah. But um, because of my age, and so then the fibroid also, once we did get pregnant, also they thought that maybe the placenta wasn't going to, um, what, latch or something? Yeah. The Well, the placenta has to, like... The embryo implants. So they didn't think we they didn't think the embryo could implant. So they thought we were gonna have a hard time getting pregnant. Yeah. And then we did, and it implanted, and then the the placenta. Yeah, the placenta grows from the blastocyst that that implants. Like part of the cells become the placenta, and the other part of the cells become the baby. Mm-hmm. It's like the trophoblast stage or whatever at that point. But if there are fibroids like right there in the way, then the cells they don't have that. Um, that um, nutritious endometrium to like grow into and within because that placenta kind of grows in your uterine wall. I mean, it's kind of like woven in. Yeah. So they were worried. Really strong Velcro. Yeah. So they were worried that the fibroid would make it kind of lumpy and so it wouldn't Mm -hmm. be able to do that, Mm -hmm. but it did. So we were good. And then they started scaring us because they were like, this could get really big. The fibroid Mm -hmm. could. And... Um, then that could inhibit the baby's growth because it would start pressing into the uterus. And if the fibroid got so big, it like parts of it could start to die, causing like a lot of pain and you can't take anything and they can't Mm -hmm. operate once you're pregnant. And at one point, I think we're at like, how many weeks were we? Like maybe 19? What happened? When I had a lot of pain from the fibroid. Yeah, I want to say that probably was right around 18-ish weeks. Yeah, and I was yeah. in a ton of pain. I'm really very thankful that it didn't last very long. Oh, my gosh. Because there were a few days where you were miserable. Yeah. And I mean to deal with, not... Uh-huh. <laughs> but not, and not And they were like, you can take Tylenol, and that 100% didn't help. Nothing didn't helped. shit. And then taking the ibuprofen, which presents with its own risks. Yeah. But then it knocked it out, so we're okay. But then, so the fibroid didn't grow and we were fine. So the fibroid really was kind of a non-issue, even though we were worried about it a little bit. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Our, our next on the list of complications, in addition to your geriatric age and the fibroid, was? I think then it was the gestational. I was going to say next was the gestational diabetes mm-hmm. that came a few weeks later. It was like week 27. Week, yeah. Ish. That sounds about right. And we had to do the whole three-hour thing. Like you failed the, the one-hour one. So suck. It's not, you know, look, I got diabetes too. So if you suck, you I suck too. I suck too. Thank you. Uh, but I've been sucking longer. I've been sucking since 2007. You have. You have. Like a motherfucker. Yeah. And mine's temporary. Yours is temporary. Yours is going to go away. Mine never will. Mine will kill me. I know. <sighs> but I knew it was going to happen though. Because I mean, a weird sixth sense. Yeah. Well, the risk factors are your older age. Yeah. And then also. A lot of um, diabetes in your family, which I have type 2 in my family, is like rampant. So Rampant. So I figured, and I think also my weight, it's not like I'm obese, but 
from a BMI perspective, okay. I was like at an, a, an just over into overweight you when we got barely pregnant. in the overweight BMI category, right? Which it just elevates your risk just a little bit. Okay. I mean, the higher up the BMI, obviously, the higher the risk. But so I just figured I'd get it. I just say this because you're not as active on the socials, so I feel like I put myself out there. They know what I look like. They know I'm a goofy motherfucker with long hair, uh, and that I look silly and dumb. But they don't know what you look like. So I have to remind people that, like, you barely met the CDC criteria for overweight. So before people start imagining that we live your 600-pound life, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We're just barely under 600-pound life. Yeah, you were like 598, my (laughs) 598-pound life. It just doesn't roll off the tongue quite as nicely as my 600-pound life. It doesn't. For more on that, go check out this week's episode of The Summer Circle. But <laughs> Actually, he was only 400 pounds, but still, he lost 220, Which so you can kiss his ass because he busted it to, to lose all that weight. So, yeah. so gestational diabetes, that sucked. We sat in the office it for was. three hours while you gross. had to repeat those three tests on the hour, every mm-hmm. hour. And we did the blood. We checked my sugars along the way as well. We did. And so we expected it. Fucking spiked. Yeah. We saw what that, that glucose beverage did to your... What yeah. did you... Uh, wh- everybody always says how gross the glucose beverage is. Can you confirm or deny that rumor? Yeah. I would say the one hour was totally fine. Okay. It wasn't gross at all. The second one, I think it was even a similar volume, mm-hmm. but it was double the sugar. That one yeah. was gross. That one I was choking down a little so bit. So what happens when you Sweet. like double the moles of a chemical <laughs> in the same volume Wicked of, of solute? Yes, it, it doubles the concentration. And with something like glucose, was it kind of syrupy? I mean, was it like it, a little it was thicker? A little bit, yeah. It wasn't like pancake syrup, but okay. the viscosity was just a hair. Okay. It was still like drinking fluid though. I imagine drinking something the viscosity of pancake syrup would be absolutely disgusting. Yeah, thankfully it wasn't that bad. Okay, good. Um, So the gestational diabetes, I think everybody listening probably knows what gestational diabetes is, but it's kind of similar to type 2 in that your blood sugars do not respond uh, as well to meals because of mm-hmm. the, the response to insulin is a little blunted due to pregnancy hormones. Yeah, it's related to the hormones. Yes. And so you began checking your blood sugars. You were actually very diligent. You were a very good diabetic. Thank you. You would make a very good one of us. So <laughs> I'm going to talk to the team and see what we can do about drafting you in the future. Okay. Cause Let's hope not. <laughs> Let's I'll, hope I'll not. talk to my diabetic crew with Camp Carefree. We're, we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you. But it was crazy. And I think it's like a bittersweet thing because, it, you know, obviously in my profession as a dietitian, it's always helpful to kind of experience something mm-hmm. like this because it's very insightful because yeah. it was, you know, we checked my sugars. We looked up the diagnostic criteria. We knew I was gestational. They didn't yeah. have to fucking tell us. Yeah. So we immediately started like okay i need to watch what i'm eating mm-hmm. and it was in it in with gestational i mean you get diagnosed and you need to quickly change what you're eating or else they were going to put me on insulin if i didn't have good blood sugars and it's a short you know short duration i got diagnosed at 26 mm-hmm. weeks and i was going to have it for 14 weeks is yeah. you know when i'll have it so it's like you got to quickly change um and that was kind of like like wow that's pretty kind of overwhelming mm-hmm. you know and it was difficult because i realized a lot of what i ate 
was pretty carb rich. Yeah. You know, like I was eating fruit like crazy. It was like the yeah. biggest thing I was craving. Mm-hmm. I was eating a lot of cereal, you know, and um, or not a lot, but I was having cereal like most days. Let's also uh, stipulate that with your cereal, uh, ladies and gentlemen, she was not eating Captain Crunch. Like my husband. Yes. I'm the motherfucker who eats the Captain Crunch in this family. I will be fighting our daughter over the kids' cereals for in the sure. future. For sure. Because I'm a type one. What do you want from me? But my wife, on the other hand, if and when she did consume cereal prior to her gestational diabetes diagnosis, she would typically choose almost always a whole grain, fibrous, nutrient-dense cereal. Mm -hmm. So even those foods, the fruit, the nutrient-dense whole grain cereals would still have a negative impact on your blood sugar. Yeah, and we found, and I worked with a CDE, a certified diabetes educator, who was really helpful and knowledgeable. Shout out, Pat. Yeah, with gestational, because gestational is a little different than type 2. Yeah. And we learned that my pregnancy hormones are a lot, um, they're more spiked in the morning, so my ability to handle carbs in the morning was less. And then as I go throughout the day... My ability might increase. They follow to a diurnal it. cycle, which is throughout the day they ebb and flow. Yeah, and it was just really it was it was challenging because I had to start really incorporating more proteins, and you know, so I had to. Cha- it was just it was crazy how much I had to change my eating, and then I was checking my sugars like really five to six yeah. to seven times a day. You were checking your sugars very often. To really understand. A lot of type how, ones don't check their sugars yeah. as much. Well, as you. and it's long term, you know, like I can see now I don't check my sugars as much just from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. But it's like you, I was checking to understand, okay, how would this food, how is this food going to impact my, my sugars? And I learned a lot, like some foods, like, okay, this fucks me up. These foods, okay, I can eat this. That works. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that was um, interesting. And it's stressful because it's not just impacting me. Like, it's more, it's a concern because it's going to impact my baby. So the baby could Mm be large for gestational age. Macrosomia. Yep. She could have respiratory issues. Don't want that. Nope. And then, um, you know, with her, if if because she was big, she had larger shoulders and have difficulty with birth, increase my risk of C-section. Also shoulder dysplasia for the baby. Yep. You don't want that. Yeah. So it was like when I would see my sugars go up, it's like, oh shit, I don't want to hurt the baby. Yeah. I don't want to hurt my vagina more than it's going to be hurt by having a big fucking baby. I don't want to hurt the vagina at all. <laughs> That's my job, motherfuckers. I beat that thing up. Yeah. Not no baby. No baby's going to come beat that pussy think, up for me. I beat that pussy up. I think, you know this, ba- I think this baby's going to do more harm than you do. Challenge accepted. Challenge I- accepted. <laughs> I'm about to go get my wrist wraps out. We're going to beat that pussy up. Yeah. I ain't slap boxing nothing. I'm going to make a full fist. We're going to Muay Thai. I'm going to ongbok that shit. Mm, let's see how far that gets you. Made one baby that way. <laughs> But so, so I find it just amazing too. Like, I just found it very motivating that mm-hmm. I knew my actions were directly impacting baby. Mm-hmm. And so it Her was. Her health is on the line. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was hard to not abide very strictly to um, 
you know, a gestational friendly diet. But damn it, I can't wait to have like a blueberry muffin and all these foods that I feel. I'm going to send your mom straight up. I'm going to send your mom to Congdon's, get some fresh muffins. She's going to make some homemade blueberry muffins. We were talking about it today. That's going to be good. Shit. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. So that'll be, that'll be good as hell. I'm looking forward to uh, dosing up a ton of insulin. So speaking of insulin, you did not have to start using insulin. No. So you successfully managed your gestational diabetes via, via diet alone. It was mm-hmm. just using a sensible diet. You reduced your carbohydrate intake. I did. And carbohydrate would, counted? Yes, you would count carbohydrates. And then you would also attempt to pair your carbohydrates with proteins and fats to create well-rounded meals that would ensure a more slow uh, release of carbohydrate mm-hmm. From your gut to your bloodstream. Correct. Correct. Which is what we would recommend if this were the slimmer circle. However, mm-hmm. this shit happens when you party naked. Mm-hmm. So fuck that. Go eat a big old stack of Belgian waffles, motherfucker. Yeah. Because that's what yeah. we're going to do when his baby pops out. And then what we also found out, which was surprising, it, is the blood sugar ranges were lower for gestational than like type two. So yeah, like they tighter. wanted even a stricter control. Yeah. yeah. Which was like, oh my God, this is just difficult. Like, come on, I'm pregnant already. Like I want to eat a fucking ice cream. Like quick yeah. fucking lay off me. I'm starving. Yeah. If my readings were fifty percent out of range, that's all it would take to put me on insulin. Yeah. And they don't they don't mess with oral medications. Nope. They just put you right to insulin. There's, I actually think with a lot of the oral medications, they don't have enough evidence that they're effective and safe for mm-hmm. the baby. So as with a lot of medications, there's a whole scale of like medicine ratings. It's like A, B, C, D, E, and X or something like that. And depending on how much data is available for the safety of that medicine, they'll put it into the various categories. And, you know, like A is good, you know, you're, you're fine. That's something like Tom's. Then B is like, well, mostly good. A lot of ladies take this stuff. X is like alcohol. Like don't fuck with this tobacco and other like really serious drugs. Like don't fuck with this when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. And um, so insulin's pretty much the only, it's not just first line uh, gestational diabetes medication. It's really only line of, of gestational diabetes medication because it's the only one that they mm-hmm. know is safe for the baby. Yeah. So don't fuck around with that gestational diabetes out there, ladies. Like, count your carbs. Go easy on that shit. It's not time to eat a whole pint of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, and it's short. You know, it's only 14 weeks, and it'll really make your, your baby better. Yeah. But because I have gestational, my risk of type 2, I don't think it's not like because of that I'll be higher, but it's indicative of I'm at yeah. a higher risk of type 2. Yeah, it just shows that you kind of have that, yeah. that risk kind of... Yeah, baked there. into you from, but we knew that because your yeah. mom's, yeah. your mom's type two. Yes. So then on to the next polyhydramnios. Yeah. Polyhydramnios. It's from Greek. Any word that ends with a I O S, polyhydramnios. Hydramnios. It means it comes from a Greek root word. Most medical terminology does. A lot of Latin, though. A lot of medical oh, terminology comes Latin. from Latin. I was thinking Latin. So it's kind of a toss-up. Some ter- terms come from Greek. Some come from Latin. Because mm-hmm. both of those languages had a massive influence on the old world. Fascinating. Yes. So what it means is my amniotic fluid was elevated. Yes. And then there started the really obnoxious roller coaster of our induction date. 
This has been obnoxious because I've had to hear you. I've had to witness how it's affected you and your mood. And those motherfuckers don't have to go home with you in your mood. They can put you in a bad mood and then they fucking send you right home with me. And I got to deal with the shit. Mm-hmm. Says every husband ever. It's not false. I don't feel like it's false. It's not, but I'm still pregnant. So I should watch my mouth? <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, I really can't but, wait to use the drop that we're about to create. I'm going to pepper this episode with it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So so that causes, so it's extra amniotic fluid, which mm. we were only, so the first time they saw it, we were at like, what, 36 weeks? I Yeah, I think we were at 36 weeks. It was a few weeks ago. Yeah, 35 at the earliest. I don't even think it was 35. I think it was 36. Yeah, I think it was 36. Might have even been 37 because it was like when they said that they would induct you at 39, it was like, oh, shit, like that soon. Yeah, and that weekend before we were, I was trying to figure out when I was going to have the baby and because we had our class. We had yes. our pregnancy yeah. class, and they said that um, heredity is a big part of it, mm-hmm. and that you know when your family members have their babies, that's that's part of the the story as to when you'll have your baby. You know, there's other lifestyle factors and stuff. So we checked in with all of our family members, and your parents, my parents, my and both. And my siblings all were two weeks late. I think I was born at like 45 weeks or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so we we inferred and figured out, I was like, okay, well, we're probably going to be late. So we're like, well, we have like another six weeks so or five weeks or something like that. Yeah. Then we go into the appointment on Monday and they're like, nope, we're going to induce you in two weeks. So we're like, holy fuck, or three weeks. We go two and a half weeks. We go from we're going to go to 42 weeks to now all of a sudden we're going to get induced. So that was crazy. And it puts the baby, it doesn't put the baby, I don't think, at risk, but it instead indicates there might be something going on with her kidneys. And related to the gestational diabetes, when the sugars are high, it can make her pee more which that is why the amniotic fluid is elevated. And so if it gets really elevated past mild, then they get really concerned that something's going on. Yes. So then they would want to induce me, get her out to make sure she's okay, which, you know, again, was scary and made me want to really control my eating Mm -hmm. so that sugars would be high. So then the following week we go in, and my fluid was fine. So then we go from getting induced at 39 weeks. Pushed it back to 40. 40 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, oh my God, that's painful. Yeah. And then the following week, which was, was it this Monday? It was this past Monday. It was this past Monday. It wasn't even a week ago. It feels like so long ago. It does. Just because of the roller coaster. Yeah. And then this past Monday, they said I was going to get induced by they recommended again the 39 weeks because my fluids were a little bit up below they were they were borderline mildly yeah. elevated so just to sum up that long long story if you guys didn't hit the uh the forward 30 seconds button <laughs> I, don't make that face they can't see it it's a podcast <laughs> um they told that we were thinking 40 we thinking it might even go past 40 they tell my wife 39 she gets her hopes up then they tell her 40 again, and she doesn't like the sound of that one fucking bit. Then they tell her 39 again, 
and she's thinking she sees a glimmer of hope again. And yes, we're sticking to it. We're getting induced at 39 weeks on, on day one of week 39. We're getting, or day one of week 40, we're getting induced. Or maybe it's day seven of week 39. I don't know. Either way, yeah, we're getting induced at 39 weeks. We hit, 30, we hit 39 on Sunday. I don't know how numbers work. So I'm we'll a genius be, at everything else. We'll but. be 39 weeks in one day. Like that's how the count goes. Yes. By Monday. On we Monday, will. we'll be 39 in one day. Yeah, I mean, the day that we actually go in, we'll be like... 39. Our, we will have completed 39 weeks, though. Yeah. So it won't be like we've completed 38 and we're going into 39. It'll be like we've completed 39 39. weeks and we're going into week 40. So uh, if that makes any sense to anybody. But it was. It was crazy because at this point in the pregnancy, you know, there's a lot of discomfort and just like anxiety, anticipation around when is it going to happen. And then every time you go in, they're changing the fucking date of when we're going to. So that was really... I hate to make it sound like emotionally challenging. I hate to make it sound like your discomfort has been a source of comedy for me, but also <laughs> like listening to you get out of bed and off the couch and pick something up off the floor has the floor been the worst. a constant source of amusement for me. <laughs> I just have to say that when you're like ooh 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 Every time I'm just beaming ear to ear. <laughs> I hate it for you because I understand it's uncomfortable. It is. You have like a basketball inside you. I do. But uh, at the same time, like if we can't enjoy the little things, you know, like you have to go through this and unfortunately it's miserable. Let's get whatever mirth we can from it. I have attempted to mine the nuggets from your discomfort. And I, on the one hand, I'm a little ashamed of that, and I apologize. But also, on the other hand, I mean, somebody has to enjoy this trimester, right? Mm-hmm. Must be the guy who's not carrying the baby. Must be the dude with the penis and no uterus. I'm sorry about mm-hmm. that, too. Like, if we can have a junior-style situation, shitty Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, if we can have a junior-style situation and I could carry the baby, I would be happy to do that. And I'm sure my last trimester would have been equally as uncomfortable as yours, and I'm sure I'd be looking at you with the daggers that you're now throwing at me. Fuck you. You know, I should cut your balls off for this, blah, blah, blah. I I would probably feel the same way. So Yeah. And I would say besides that, besides kind of, you know, gets a little bit more, there's more resistance to doing things. You know, the third, I mean, that's the biggest thing. It is just a little more uncomfortable, yeah. like sitting. like Walking. Walking hasn't been too bad. Okay. Let's talk about... I thought you might say something like that. I thought you might say something like that. Let's talk about... Oh, my God. That was funny. Let's talk about... (laughs) Let's talk about how we used to take 30 to 45 minute walks. And now (laughs) we're like, see that red fire hydrant up there? Yeah, it's 100 yards. Let's just hit that and turn around. (laughs) We, we, you'll like set the timer for 10 minutes. We'll do 10 minutes out and then 10 minutes back. That'll be a total of 20. And I I shit you not, we go 300 yards and you're like, how fucking long has (laughs) it been? Oh, it's so ridiculous. I know. I keep, whenever we're walking to, I'm thinking about, We've, we've done, I've done four half marathons. Four, and yes. Walking, I was there for a while. Yeah. And walking this distance. 
It's just like so fucking painful. Your exercise oh tolerance has been through the floor. Through it's the been low. Floor. Yeah. And I don't think that's an uncommon thing no. with the third trimester of pregnancy. You're carrying a baby, a lot of amniotic fluid. I weigh more than I've ever in my life. Exactly. So nobody blames you, but it is kind of funny yeah. that we would go for a walk. And you would have, and I would have to slow down yeah. a little bit for your pace, mm-hmm. and now you're slowing down. Oh, how the tables have turned. So, so When I was a 265-pound bodybuilder, juiced to the gills, and we would go on a walk, I'm putting that in air quotes for all our listeners, walk, um, my pace was meandering at best. And that was difficult for me. It was hard for me to keep up with you at that point in time because so you're this fit cramps. little thing. And I'm, yeah, I would get fucking calf cramps because I'm so juiced up. Um, but now the tables have truly turned mm-hmm. because I'm a cardiovascular machine now. I mean, that might be a little strong, but I They certainly- can't see me. They don't know. <laughs> I'm a cardiovascular machine. You did run a half marathon, which was I beyond impressive. I ran a impressive. half marathon. Yeah. I never thought I'd do that. Yeah. Neither. Nobody did. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> I, you're lucky that you're pregnant because mm-hmm. honestly, that, that type true. of comment. Nobody who knows you would have ever thought you would have run a half marathon. All right. I'm going to remember so this. impressive. In a week, you're not going to be pregnant anymore and we're going to fight. So get the gloves ready. Okay? You don't disagree. I don't disagree. You're not no. incorrect. No, I'm not. Nobody thought I'd do it, and I did it, so I proved everyone wrong. It was awesome. It's just a very different kind of training than you've ever done. It is, and it was it was very good. I ran a half marathon, and now I'm going to live to be 95 because my car, I'm a cardiovascular machine. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. Yes. Intense. So now that we've summarized the complications that we faced. Wait, 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 wait. Do no. you have another to add? I, I do, because this that? is what I thought you were bringing up with the walking. Okay. So... We don't think I've dropped too much yet. Certainly, I haven't dropped enough to where it's causing me to waddle, like that typical pregnancy gait. However, I have experienced, like, uh, it's called, um, what's it called with my ligaments, uh, round ligament pain? Round ligament pain, yes. Which um, is from your body... It's like ligaments trying to get, you know, stretched out, loosened to stretch out, relaxing. Yeah, I think it's so aptly named. It is. It almost sounds like a fake hormone name. Like surely the hormone that eases the joints and allows the baby to exit your your cervix and pass through the birth canal, certainly the the peptide hormone must have a technical name. Nah, dude, it's called relaxing. It shit relaxes your shit. (laughs) It relaxes all your connective tissues, which is why you have the round ligament pain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's true. It's, it's, it is the least um, medical term. That it sounds like the guy who invented the shit or the, the person who first isolated this hormone, like asks his eight-year-old, hey, man, what should we call this fucking hormone? And the kid's like relaxing. Well, I guess I guess Genius. it's... I couldn't have thought of that. Genius. I just went to Harvard. I couldn't have thought of that, this eight-year-old yeah. with the fucking... It's not on his, he's still got food on his chin. He fucking thought of it. So, but it does its job. And so it did result in me having like groin pain. And, um, and my, and it was so uncomfortable. Just kidding, everybody. Relaxing is the name of my dick. That was causing a groin pain. Booyah. Right? Booyah. Okay, I'll shut up now. 
It's a long story for a very short story. So <laughs> my groin was just so uncomfortable and it was causing me a lot of pain. I was almost limping. But then mm-hmm. I discovered that if I walk and if I do the waddle walk where I'm basically walking in a V. Yeah, you waddled. Yeah. It took the pain completely away. So that's been my only experience with the waddle. So that's another thing that has been like a symptom that's been really obnoxious. Yeah. But very Although funny. Uh, that was a massive source of, of amusement for actually both yeah. of us. Yeah. Because I recorded a video of you doing the waddle and yes. I showed it to you. Yes. And I will also put that up with this episode for the world to see. Okay. I'm okay I'll, with that. I'll put that up on Twitter and the socials for you guys to see my wife waddling. When I, when I post this episode, I'll put that up for everybody. So check it out at Party Naked Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I'll throw it up on Facebook too. Shit happens when you party naked at Party Naked Pod. Uh, you can find us on all the socials. I'll throw that video up because it's it's great. It's in the middle of her work day. She's in a dress and everything, looking all professional and shit, and seriously like waddling to the water cooler, literally waddling over to the water cooler at work. It is fucking priceless. But it completely alleviated the pain. It worked. Y'all, waddling works, okay? Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. So we're going we're gonna to go in. We're going to get induced. You're going to go through labor. How do you feel about labor right now? How are you feeling about labor? Is it freaking you out? Is it making you nervous? Are you feeling like you're just ready to be done with it? Let's pull this Band-Aid off. What's going yeah. through your head today about that? Um, It's like a huge mix of emotions, I'd say. You know, yeah. like yesterday, um, we confirmed the induction date and... I think yesterday was a little more overwhelming, some anxiety mm-hmm. or a lot of anxiety, like, holy shit, this is happening. Yeah. And um, it's been like really distracting. It's just, it's hard to wrap the brain, being our first baby, hard to wrap your brain around, shit, we're going to bring home a baby in a couple of days. Yep. Um, I feel like I'm going to just be very wide-eyed when I go in because it's going to be like, what are they going to do? What's this going to be like? How much is this going to suck? Am I going to be able to handle it? You know, so I have a lot of questions and just I'm unsure, but I feel ready. I'm ready to go through it. I'm ready just to get the baby out. Tired of being fucking pregnant. You are going to get an epidural, right? (laughs) Good Lord. I I wanted to go there, actually. I wanted to talk not just about the epidural, but more generally. Yeah, like... I vomit. Would you say that you've gotten a lot of... So much. Okay, you've gotten a lot of unsolicited advice. Too much. A lot of other parents telling you like, hey, this is what I did, so this is what you need to do, and girl, do this, and don't do that. You feel like you've gotten a lot of that? So much. So fucking much. And it's and it's not like you can hide the fact that you're pregnant after a certain point and people just think they're telling you something profound that you've never heard. Yeah. And that you want to hear. Like if I ask you, fine. But if I'm not asking you Well, that's the thing about advice, right? It should be solicited. Yeah. It, not, it shouldn't be unsolicited. Oh my God. It's just so and it's just so fucking frustrating. What do you feel like what do you feel like telling those people that give you unsolicited advice? Do you have what a Samuel Jackson says? Uh-huh. I would I think that's actually a perfect statement. It's a perfect statement. Uh so listeners, 
we have a gift for you. It's been a while since my wife did her Samuel L. Jackson impression. And I know there's a lot of talk on the internet about how wonderful her impression is. Maybe you've sought out some of our original episodes. (laughs) It's uncanny. It's unreal. Anybody will tell you, go ask anybody, go ask Riley, go ask Davis from the plunge. Those guys will tell you, go ask Bin Bin from the plunge. He'll tell you, ask meter and Pepin from, uh, we need to talk. Those guys will tell you you're uncanny. And so I feel like when you were getting all this unsolicited advice and you're like internal, you're, you, you just want to tell people this you just wanted to pull some Samuel Jackson out of you. I mean, like even pregnant, you've got you've got a large black man in you, even mm. though you're pregnant. And my baby will be white. Uh, well, I don't know. We might have to change the name from Evelyn to Ariel. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to depend. We'll we'll get the paternity test and everything like that done, guys. By next episode, we'll know if I'm really the father or not. If we call her Evelyn, I'm the dad. If we change the name to Ariel, then. Because mm-hmm. the Little Mermaid is black now. They're changing her from white to black. Yeah. So if our baby goes from white to black, we're going to change it. her name from Evelyn to Ariel. All right. Um, I feel like I'm 0 for 3. I'm just going to retire from, from comedy podcasts. But for you guys, the listeners, here is your special gift I have for everyone. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. That is so how I feel. Is that how you felt? Like inside, somebody would give you some advice. Remember the Saturday they picked me up from the airport and you got some advice from some family members and you were just like, <sighs> you were it's like, just like it's you were too like red. Yeah, All right. So let's hear it one more much. time. One more time with Samuel L. Jackson. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> All right, honey, let's hear. Now I just played Samuel L. Jackson. Let's hear my wife say the same thing side by side. I bet no one can tell the difference. You're so silly. All right. You always here's, wind it up this way, too. Here's here's Christina. Hold on. Here's Christina. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Holy shit. Was that... I can't... I literally... I closed my eyes when you did that. I cannot tell the difference between you and... Hold on. Here's Samuel L. Jackson again. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. All right. All right. All right. So I'm going to close my eyes one more time, Christina. I, 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 I literally cannot tell the difference. I'm closing my eyes. Everyone listening, I'm closing my eyes. My eyes are closed. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Holy shit, Christina. That is fucking good. That sounds just like him. I'm impressive. Okay. For real, though, this time, I want to hear it. I I feel like this is therapeutic for you, too. I feel like this is good for you because... It's something. I feel like it's good for you, okay? (laughs) It's forced family fun. This is called forced family fun. You're my family, and I'm forcing you to do this. I think that is a correct way of putting it. It's called forced family fun. But this is going to be good for you because imagine all that unsolicited Mm -hmm. advice. Imagine how annoying it was and tell those people. What do you want to tell them, honey? I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Holy shit. That is so good. That's Samuel L. Jackson. I'm telling you what. That's Sammy L. Fuck. I'm telling you what, one of these days, we're going to get him on the phone, and mm. he's not even going to know which one is him. He's going to think mm. that we got a pre-recorded voice of his. For sure. For sure. He's going to think, are you just taking these from the movie? I mean, this just sounds I just know. like me. It I sounds sound like a so clip. male. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you sound like a big black dude. I know. You sound like a scary black man, honestly, because he's pretty frightening in that scene from Pulp Fiction, because he's there to kill all those guys. So he's he's... Being very intimidating and some very effective acting from Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and that's the film that launched his career. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he did a very, very good job with that role. Obviously. And he's just exuding that, that intimidation. Like, I'm here to kill all you motherfuckers. None of you stand a chance. And he fucks with them for the whole scene until he basically kills all of them. Mm-hmm. And they, they take that one guy, they, they kidnap that one guy that John Travolta ends up accidentally executing. So ladies out there, any, any women who are listening, if you, if you find yourself pregnant one day, and hopefully you do, okay? If you want to be pregnant. No, if you want to be useful, I think is what you meant to say to society. Incorrect. That is not what I meant to say. I'm just kidding, okay? Just joking. I know. <sighs> I know, but there are people triggered out there that I just implied that a woman's value is in her ability to reproduce and that therefore women who cannot, for varying reasons, are not valuable. And I don't mean that. Yeah. Okay. Good. I love my lesbian listeners very, very much, even though y'all aren't using your baby box. They can, but a lot of them don't. I'm just saying. And that's their choice. That's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. Life is beautiful, even if you're not making any. Oh, my God. I really meant to stop by now. I'm so sorry. I really do love my lesbian listeners. I really, really, really love you lesbians and gay folks that are listening. Everybody that's not having kids, I do love you. My friend Larry and his wife, they're not having kids. He already got a vasectomy. I love Larry. Everybody, it's cool. As I was saying, though, if you're a pregnant lady, you find yourself pregnant and someone gives you some unsolicited advice, remember what my wife would say. What would Christina do? WWCD. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Honey, that was beautiful. That is very true. Do you feel like that's a... a Good spot to put a pin in the pregnancy, and we'll update everybody on. I feel like we go from the first year of shit happens when you party naked. It's all uh, jizzing in cups and infertility. The second year is all we won't shut up about being pregnant. And I think the third year and on is going to be us not shutting up about our kid. having kids. Yes. And with the occasional me yelling at you for talking while yawning into a microphone, even though we've been doing this for two fucking years. I didn't think this was going to be actually this is going into the episode Oh, okay so thank you for yawning into the microphone i bought a 400 hundred dollar microphone so you would sound good only so for you to I yawn think, into it i think we've covered the pregnancy topic yes i do i feel like we can put a pin in the pregnancy topic we'll be back in year three people to talk about nothing but our kids so we're not i'm i shouldn't say we i'm a massive narcissist everybody wants to hear about my kids Everyone look at me, look at my babies, look at me, look at my babies. We're important. Nothing else is. Mm-hmm. But we'll put a pin in pregnancy for now. So just mm-hmm. in case you're a plunge listener and you're you're not an adult yet and you don't want to talk about or listen to pregnancy talk, we can just... Well, we'll update on how wonderful and easy the labor was. Oh, can't wait to tell everybody about how bad that vagina got beat up. I want to hear about your labor experience, actually. I do want to talk about your labor experience. I, I kid, um, because I think, you know, you've been kind of trepidatious about it. I think, it, you know, hopefully, I'm hoping, I got my fingers crossed, it's going to be better than you think. And maybe it'll be easy and quick. I don't know. I'm hoping it's not going to be long and miserable. So, it's what we all hope. I think it's just you can't. Obviously, there's nothing you can do. So you're just kind of like along for the ride. You are. And just I'm definitely along to, for the ride. I feel like I'm just I'm kind of standing you're, there, you're like fully rub your shoulders along for the ride. But hold your hand. So it's just it's like just uh, it's a big thing. Just don't know what it's going to be like. 
So anybody who, and that's, let's just for a second, I think that's one of the annoying fucking things too, is if I express how I'm feeling about labor and I've kind of like stopped doing that and I don't think I feel as anxious about it because now I'm just like, okay, let's just go. But, you know, for a little bit when I was further out, I felt anxious about And it's scary and like, you know, you read all these horror stories and people share, you know, getting like 150 stitches or whatever. So it's it's scary. And when people will say, well, you'll forget about it as soon as you have your baby or you'll get through it, you're strong, blah, blah, blah. Like, I fucking know I'm going to get through it. But you minimizing how I feel right now and like dismissing the anxiety as if any human person when they're having their first baby is not going to feel anxiety and scared. Like, fuck off. Like, fuck off. I don't want all the way. It's so unhelpful for somebody just to minimize my anxieties and being scared or whatever it's like yeah it's scary like that's the right response like yeah no i feel you i was nervous too like that kind of thing don't tell me oh well you'll forget as soon as the baby's born or it's worth just just remember keep in mind it's gonna have a sweet little baby at the end and blah blah fucking blah like that blah, irritated blah, fucking blah. that irritated the fuck out of me it's like i don't even want to talk to you then what do you want to tell about those people? how i'm feeling Fuck off. No, what do you want to tell him? I don't know. What does Samuel L. Jackson say? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, asking, but that I don't think is as an appropriate response because I'm expressing. I still think you could say that to them, though. If someone tells you, oh, because uh, if you say, I'm, I'm feeling a little trepidatious and anxious about labor, I've never experienced it before. And I'm kind of afraid of what it's going to be like. And someone just comes in and says, no, don't worry about it. I still think it applies. I still think you can look at them and say, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Because all you're doing is expressing how you feel. And then they're coming in trying to like talk you out of feeling that way. Or just minimize and and just making it seem like it's completely... It was, I Your found, fears are unfounded. Yeah, I found that to be incredibly annoying. And I know people are just trying to help, but that's not helpful. Yeah. Like, not fucking helpful. I know you're trying to help, but why don't you help by fucking off? Go yeah. take a step back and literally fuck your own face. Yeah. It's like, you know what it's like because you've been through it and now you're on the flip side. You're not about to go into labor, but I'm pretty fucking sure when you're facing labor, you feel this, you felt the same exact way. Probably Nobody's oh, looking yeah. forward to going into labor. Everybody knows it's going to hurt like a fucking bitch. So fuck off that I should feel anything besides nervous, anxious, and a little scared. Like fuck off. Fuck off, people. I just find that it was so, it was so irritating. So irritating. Like, what do they think you got? A giant cavernous vagina? The baby's just going to fall out? No. You have a normal human vagina. And and it's normal to feel those it's feelings. It's completely normal and completely valid to feel those feelings. Totally. Yep. <sighs> but you didn't have any strangers rub your belly. None. Good. We None. made it through. Yeah. No fucking weirdos at an airport trying to rub your belly. No, right the- I'm curious. I've heard that strangers like to touch babies. So that would bother me more Only than if somebody they like touching my belly. Fucked up by dad. I'll go Florida man on their ass. I will literally 
rip their face off and eat it like a goddamn chimpanzee. Not only that, but I will shit their face back onto the spot where their face used to be so that they can walk around like the goddamn poop emoji for the rest of their fucking life. Touch my kid. Yeah. I fucking I'll floor them in on your ass. Mm. I'll smoke a pound of meth and then fucking tear through you. Yeah, I don't know why people think it's okay to touch their babies. But I've I heard know. that. Don't touch so my we'll baby see. shit. I don't know where that finger's been. These kids all running around out here eating ass, trying to touch my baby. Like I no. First of all, first of all, there's a rule. All right. And I'm putting this out there for everybody listening. There's a fucking rule. And I don't care if you're my mom or if you're a complete fucking stranger. If you want to hold my baby, first. Hit subscribe to my motherfucking podcast. Yeah. If you don't hit the subscribe button, the goddamn shit happens when you party naked. You think I'm going to trust you with my child? No. Fuck off. So hit subscribe. Listen to this bitch. You got to at least toss me a download if you want me to toss you a baby. That's it. That's that's all there is to it. Toss me a fucking download. It'd be nice if you also followed us on the socials at Party Naked Pod, as mentioned earlier. What do you think about that, honey? Do you have any other rules about holding our baby? Yeah, just wash your hands. Okay, so that too. But definitely subscribe to the show. Yeah. Then wash your hands because that screen on your phone is probably dirty. I know you all sick fucks out there be watching porn on your phones while you masturbate. So don't think you're going to go straight from handling your phone to handling my child. All right, come on. I want to. I don't want to get weird sick sicknesses from your porn phone. All right? Wash your damn hands. Subscribe to my show. Then you can hold the baby. Maybe. If you don't look funny. That is all. <laughs> Those are the rules. Those are the rules. I think we managed to talk about pregnancy for this entire episode, which was not my intention, but oh, you know, that it was happened. my intention. I thought that's what the plan was. Uh, you know, the plan was to talk about pregnancy. I had in my brain that we would do like the first half, but you know what? This is the most you've spoken in possibly the history of our show. So, um, I decided to like why veer the topic away from obviously what's on both of our minds right now? So let's give the people what they want, which is more hot pregnancy talk. Everybody, thank you guys for listening to the show. Uh, again, if you want to hold the baby, hit the fucking subscribe button. Pretty easy. One-to-one conversion transitively. Do it. Uh, also follow us, Party Naked Pod, on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Grinder. I don't know. My wife is looking like she want to make me single right about now. So I might be on Grinder dating the dudes pretty soon. Check out our friends, Inner Circle Pod. Uh, we've got, I mentioned them earlier. Any pod will do. Didn't we do this earlier? Simmons and Moore. Hood Diner. HTN Nas. That's hashtag no offense. And The Plunge. You don't like it when I do my shout outs, do you, baby? They're just long. It's five other shows. Also, go check out the Inner Circle Presents RSS feed. The Inner Circle Podcast Network has network shows, y'all. Comedy is Dead was the first. Then we got sports. Everybody loves sports. That one is actually a hot potato, y'all. That one is flying off the shelves. People love sports. It's Riley. It's Wutsky. It's Adam. It's Bobby. It's a good crew of sports-loving motherfuckers. Check out that. And also check out the Summer Circle. My wife and I... Don't just say the F word on the internet and talk about uh, her vagina and baby box. We also are licensed medical professionals practicing nutrition. We deliver that shit. So go check out The Inner Circle Presents on all the podcast players. Go subscribe to The Inner Circle Presents 
podcast. You will find all of those shows on our network show. So go check that channel out. Please check out official.com, O-H-F-I-S-H-L.com. My wife has checked right the fuck out of this episode. (laughs) I swear, I think she's texting me to shut the fuck up right now. But go check it out. Grab some shirts. Grab some bracelets. She will co-sign on the bracelet. She's making the okay sign. And I think that's racist now, honey. I think that's a white power sign now. I do like the bracelet. Because she likes the bracelet. Uh, But go check out official.com. Use code acronym SHWIPEN, S-H-W-Y-P-N. You'll save 25%. I promise you, ladies are going to throw it at you when you're wearing one of them shirts out and about, okay? You're going to get somebody pregnant. You're going to be in my shoes in nine months after you put one of those shirts on. It's going to happen. I promise you that. Your virility will go up 1,000% guaranteed to get somebody pregnant if you wear that shirt. So be careful because with great power comes great responsibility. Go buy a goddamn official shirt and hat and look fly as fuck. Okay, Whitey? All right, honey. We're going to be taking a little break to go have a baby. I've got a couple episodes in the can lined up, so you won't even know we're gone. But we'll be thinking about you. We love you. We want to caress you. Hit that subscribe button. Check out pictures of Evelyn online. I will be posting massive pictures of my baby as soon as she's born. So go follow at Party Naked Pod. Honey. Yes. Anything that you want to say to the listeners before bidding them adieu for the next I don't know how long. We won't be recording for a couple of weeks because we got a few episodes in the can. So what do you want to say to the people? Do you have anything you want to say? I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. No, I said it once. I ain't saying it twice. Oh, come on. I pay you well for this. You don't pay me anything. I pay you to do. I gave you a baby. How is that? I gave you the gift I'm of life. I'm carrying the baby. I know. You're you welcome. You quite comfortable over there. You're welcome. Also, to everybody who is listening to this hilarious episode, you're welcome as well. We love you, people. Love you. Bye. <laughs> I was gonna say, you gotta kiss him goodbye, huh? I kiss you goodbye. Kiss your ass goodbye. Suck and I ain't gonna let you bring me down when I put in luck. So what in luck? Ladies, I'm your man, but no, I ain't gonna stick around cause baby, I got bigger plans. Bond down if you could recommend a couple friends. Tell them they can meet the legend right before his game begins. Man, I know I sound like a douchebag and I don't really.